Hi, welcome to Ask Alex About Stalking and Bullying. Today's question comes from Roger, who's being harassed online by his ex-girlfriend. Roger writes, Alex, I'm living in hell. For about six months, I dated Amy. She was smart and sweet, and I really enjoyed spending time with her. But after the first couple months, it became clear to me that there wasn't anything deeper. I didn't want to have the big talk, you know. I figured it would be better to kind of fade away with no hurt feelings. Anyway, I started dating around for a few months, and eventually I met Karen. After a whirlwind romance, Karen and I got engaged. About a month ago, I posted a picture of myself and Karen at our engagement party on my Facebook account. Within about 20 minutes, Amy made a post on my page that said I was a cheater and that Karen was a home-wrecking whore. I was shocked. I quickly erased the post and sent her a text message telling her to knock it off. I also blocked her. In response, Amy has started posting all sorts of nasty things on her own Facebook page. They're about me and about Karen. She's posted pictures of me with a penis photoshopped on my face. On Instagram and Twitter, she's posted pictures of us in bed. Not sex pictures, but pictures showing that we're in bed together. She posts all sorts of accusations about me cheating, which I never did, and that I'm a user. She's even sent these types of accusations to mutual friends as well on email. Karen and I are trying to plan a wedding. But Amy is relentless, and my friends and family are starting to ask what I did to, quote, sweet Amy. Even Karen is starting to worry that there'll never be an end to Amy's abuse, or worse, that I'm some sort of piece of shit guy. I don't know what to do. I have no idea why Amy is acting out like this. I mean, I haven't spoken to her in months. How do I get her to stop making my life hell? Roger. Hi, Roger. Thanks for your question. Let me say first and foremost that what Amy is doing is wrong. She has no right to harass you, and Karen is completely innocent here. Second, let me say that it's pretty clear that while you decided things weren't working out and moved on, Amy didn't get the memo. Let's be super honest here. Amy believed you. You gave her every indication that you were in a serious relationship, that you were serious about her, serious enough so that your family and friends know her. She clearly shared her bed with you, and for most people, that's a big deal. And she believed that you were in a committed relationship. But when you wanted out, you didn't respect her enough to have an uncomfortable talk. That's cowardly and it's cruel. Someone who's committed themselves to you at minimum deserves the respect of a face-to-face, grown-up breakup. She deserved your honesty. Yes, it would hurt her feelings. Yes, she might end up in tears that you would have to see. Instead, you simply disappeared, leaving her to agonize. Did he die? Is he sick? Was it me? Did I do something wrong? Maybe there's someone else. You made it easy for you, but you compounded her pain immeasurably because you didn't want to deal with it. This seems to be a trend lately, with one part of a couple just disappearing, not returning phone calls, not actually breaking up, but not engaging either. It's just not a very adult way to deal with a breakup. And it's not a kind way to deal with somebody who at one time you cared enough about to have a relationship with in the first place. If you want to fix this and make it stop, you have to consider the reason that Amy is acting in this way. From her perspective, she was in a happy relationship with you, maybe one that she thought was on the way to the altar, and then you simply disappeared, leaving her hurt and confused, only to pop up a few months later with happy faces and a new fiancé. You can see why she might be acting out. Again, the way that she is acting is not acceptable. It's not mature, it's not appropriate, but it's kind of understandable. In order to fix this, you really only have two choices. 
you can ignore the situation and hope that Amy gets tired of harassing you. From a statistical perspective, this type of stalking and harassment lasts between 11 and 18 months. Uh, or you can have the discussion that you should have had months ago when you decided that you wanted to move on. Talk to her, face to face, just the two of you. Maybe wait for her after work and ask her to have a cup of coffee. Don't bring Karen, don't take a friend. You created this mess. Second, the talk that you need to have with her isn't about her actions. It's about yours. She is lashing out in this unacceptable way, but if you focus on her actions, you're going to simply back her into a corner. You need to explain yourself and apologize for your actions. Uh, it might go something like this. Amy, you got my attention with all of your posts. At first I was really mad, but I started to think about it from your perspective and I really need to apologize to you. When I felt that things weren't working out, I should have sat down with you face to face and been honest. I guess I thought at the time that it would be easier, but really it was just easier for me. I didn't take into account how you would feel when I just disappeared, and for that I'm really sorry. For what it's worth, I never cheated on you. I really enjoyed dating you. I think we had a great time together. I just didn't see a future. I should have said something, and I'm sorry that I didn't. You didn't deserve that. Then, Roger, wrap it up and leave. Don't talk about the posts. Don't talk about your love for Karen. Don't ask her to stop harassing you. Just wrap it up with your apology, wish her well, and leave. After your meeting, unblock Amy on Facebook and write a brief post. Unblocking is essential, otherwise she won't see the post. The post should say something like this. Friends and family, there have been a lot of unpleasant posts about me on social media lately. I've tried to ignore them, but I think it's time that I come clean. I really enjoy dating Amy. She's smart, funny, kind, and as you can see, she's very attractive. But eventually I realized that she just wasn't the right one for me. Instead of talking to her about it and breaking up face to face, I just stopped calling her or texting her. I essentially disappeared. I can try and justify and say that I thought this would be easier, but it was only easier for me. The way that I treated Amy was disrespectful and cruel. She did not deserve that. I have never cheated, and Karen and I met and fell in love many months after I stopped seeing Amy. But clearly my engagement caught Amy by surprise. I can understand her anger. I wish Amy the happiness that I have found, and I'm deeply sorry for the pain that I caused. Then don't discuss it again. You can put a little, um, take a little box on Facebook that says that nobody can make comments after your post. Do that. Now you may say, Wait, why do I have to do all this? Why do I have to grovel and say nice things about Amy when she is the one who's bullying and harassing me? And you're right. First, you're taking the high road, both with Amy personally and publicly. By announcing that you messed up and that Amy is a good person, you instantly look better in the eyes of everyone. If you fight fire with fire and start posting nasty things about her, you come off looking like a bully and an immature ass. This move also reassures Karen that she's marrying a grown man who accepts responsibility for his mistakes and tries to treat people with respect. Second, you end all the speculation. If Amy is stating that you're a cheater, addressing the fact that you didn't ever actually break up with her, you just disappeared, creates a narrative that people will understand. They understand that you felt the relationship was over and they understand that Amy wasn't on the same page. And third, you remove all of Amy's power. Amy's power is in the shock and scandal factor. She's made statements and used photos that suggest that you were with her and Karen at the same time. P 
people will assume that sweet Amy wouldn't act out in this manner unless you did something really horrendous. By owning up to your disappearance and your role in Amy's emotional health, there is no more shock factor. You made a mistake, but you've moved on. Now, if Amy continues to post, she quickly moves from sweet Amy, who has all the sympathy, to crazy Amy, who just can't get over it. In most of these Jilted X-type situations, the posts and nasty comments will stop. The combination of your personal apology and your social media apology is generally enough to damper down the hysteria. Okay, so why can't you just do a social media apology? One, in this situation, you really do owe Amy the respect of a face-to-face explanation. Disappearing or ghosting people is really abusive. Um, And two, most people find it difficult to cyber harass somebody with whom they actually interact face-to-face. Right now for Amy, you're a boogeyman, a horrible cheating monster who is larger than life dominating her thoughts and behavior. A face-to-face meeting humanizes you. Often people over-dramatize the situation when they only have their imagination to rely upon. She's likely to see you and wonder what she saw in you in the first place. When the drama is gone and you're just another guy sitting across the table at a coffee shop, you become not important enough to harass. This combo move of apologizing to Amy face-to-face and then clarifying and apologizing on social media will likely result in Amy ending the attacks and removing nasty posts that remain. If she continues, you may be forced to take legal action or to try to work with social media, but this direct apology route is far and away the best and most effective way of moving forward for all concerned. I would also say, in the future, remember this. People who are ghosted really suffer tremendously, and some of them try to make you suffer tremendously, too. Thanks, Roger, and best wishes on your uh, upcoming nuptials. Roger is getting a I Stand Up to Stalking and Bullying t-shirt because his question was selected for Ask Alex about Stalking and Bullying. Listeners, if you'd like a t-shirt, check out the shop page at alexandriamerrill.com. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I answer listeners' questions about adult stalking, bullying, harassment, and hate campaigns affecting their personal and professional lives. If you have a question for me to answer on Ask Alex About Stalking and Bullying, you can connect with me on social media or email. Details are in the bio and on my website. My name is Alexandria Merrill. I'm a public relations and crisis management specialist. I also teach people how to manage personal and business reputation crises, deal with stalking, bullying, and online harassment, and ultimately to rebuild a stronger, more resilient, and joyful brand and life. Thank you for being a part of Ask Alex About Stalking and Bullying.